I feel like we've done this before. I feel like I feel we've like done, we've done, this, done before. this before. Reboot from Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh Schaefer, the imp. <laughs> that, is, that is not what I was expecting. And Commander Queen Bee. Hey, there we go. Uh, so, although you wouldn't be able to tell it from the intro that we just did right there, we are going to be talking about Terminator. I, I know we've done a, a podcast on it in general, doing an overview of it before. But this week we are doing our new monthly special, of course, Reboot. Hollywood reboot and we're going to be doing reboot pitches on how to fix the Terminator series because let's face it the Terminator series is in pretty dire straits at this point yes (laughs) (laughs) I'd like Josh you are probably one of the biggest Terminator fans I know and you didn't even bother with the new James Cameron affiliated Dark Fate like that says something I bought it and (laughs) it's on my it's on my Blu-ray player now, Blu-ray player slash Xbox, <laughs> and I really enjoyed the trailer for it. Yeah, but I just haven't. The quarantine and children does not equal watching Terminator movies. Well, and did you even bother watching Genesis? Yeah, I watched Genesis. And I watched it. <laughs> Well, to be honest, I didn't actually dislike Dark Fate. I liked it because I like continuity, and it's the whole kind of uh, soap opera kind of continual of a story with the same people. I like watching that. So I actually kind of liked Dark Fate, but I know I can understand why people didn't like it. This is part of the reason why I think people are tired of the Terminator series, is the fact that there is no one or two unified continuities at this point. Because you got you had Terminator 3, and then almost soon after Terminator 3 came out, they decided to do two different continuities from there, because you had the TV show, which I know Josh and I love the shit out of. Oh, I love that so much. John Henry is my man. <laughs> and then you had uh, Salvation, That's which not... kind of sort of picked up after Terminator 3, but was in the future with those characters. And I like Salvation. It was okay. Salvation also like... was okay. I also like Moon, uh, what's her name, Moon Bloodgood. Moon Bloodgood, who I consider TV death, because every time she's attached to a project, it dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rest in peace, Journeyman. <laughs> Damn. And Daybreak. <laughs> and Daybreak, and oh my god, the number of TV shows she's been attached to that I've loved that have died. Oh my god, this woman never, like, I like her as an actress, but she needs to stop being in things, because she kills them. She yeah, did. it's, it's just like that it. guy from Happy Days who came in and uh, and ruined the show. Oh, and every time he came into another show, like uh, Love Boat, that also tanked. Yeah, Wait, are we talking about Scott Dio? No, no, not no, Scott Dio. Because he's he some sucks. blonde guy. I can't even remember his name. I know that's terrible. Um, some blonde guy who came in at, in the end of any good show, and basically he joined the cast, and it died within a few few days. I he mean, was also in Married with Children, and it killed that show too. The only reason why I even know Moon Bloodgood's name is because it's like the most metal name possible. It is pretty metal. It is, like if you if you saw it in like that big spiky me- me- metal font for a band, you'd be like, "Hell fucking yeah!" Listen to some Moon Bloodgood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to that band. Moon Bloodgood. New band their, name. Their their album All Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> But no, do I get to wear white face paint? Yes, absolutely, you do. And then, I mean, that that's two continuities right there. Maybe three if you kind of consider Salvation its own like side story. 
uh, and then you have Genesis that reboots everything basically away. It doesn't say any of the continuities are wrong, but that some change in the future changes all the past, and the only movie that really exists at that point is the first one, kind of. And then you have Dark Fate, which ignores everything else and says the only two movies you need to care about are the first two. So that's four or five fucking continuities right there out of a like a series that's only gone six movies right now. Like, that's fatigue-worthy right there for anyone who's trying to keep up. And most people who mm -hmm. watch movies don't even bother keeping up. So, like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? What happened to these other ones that I kind of remember seeing before? Like, what is this shit? <laughs> exactly. What? what is it? So, if we're gonna reboot it, and here's, I think, I think before we even come into the pitch, I think we need to all agree that any reboot we're going to do of the continuity has to say, fuck everything that came before. This is a Hollywood reboot. We are going to get rid of everything and just keep an idea of the core concept and start fresh with one movie that throws everything else away. Everything. I agree. Okay. Yes. So, with that rule in mind, we'll start with Josh, the biggest Terminator fan in the room. What is your pitch for a Terminator movie? All right, so completely redo it, reboot. I actually have two. Okay. But I'm going to tell you my favorite one first, and okay. then we'll judge if we want the second one. You're fair. Go for it. All right, so picture it. New York, 1984. But instead of being run by humans, there's an AI civilization. And in the future... The AIs accidentally create humanity through some sort of bioengineering accident of some sort. And it somehow is able to infect uh, all the AI with the computer virus. So they send their most powerful AI scientist back in time to kill the AI. So it's the same movie, but you just flip the roles. Interesting. That, oh, sounds, that sounds very anime. Like... Like I, I could almost envision it being like a like a a Japanese anime kind of like you know it's that thing where you give the Japanese like of the nineteen eighties an idea like the TMNT which they actually did turn into an anime at one point and they um they just take that idea and do the most bonkers Japanese idea they can out of it so let's make them like giant mechs that the uh, for the term of the TMNT and then they get to like go fight like crime or some shit um yeah, that sounds exactly. like that like Ghost in the Machine meets like transformers but it's a terminator planet of the apes <laughs> okay i i respect that that's a really bonkers idea i can appreciate it what else you got my uh more favorite one because i ha only have good ideas mike <laughs> um a buddy cop movie starring peter dinklage and michael jai white Okay, who's the who's the robot and who's the human? Peter Dinklage is the robot. Okay, obviously he's the Terminator. He's the Terminator, and uh, he ends up being a good guy Terminator, like Terminator Two. Okay, and uh, he just fights alongside Michael J. White, and uh, they just kick ass the entire time. So was was it the intention that he was supposed to be a good Terminator, or was he like sent back into like the nineteen sixties, fulfilled his mission, and then just got stuck there and decided that? Like over time, he evolved emotions, and he just decided to join the police force and be like, be like a a good guy at that point on his own. I mean, that wasn't the original intent, but I like that one better. So let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> or it's because I mean, the other option is he's not a good guy, 
and he's paired up with this other guy who doesn't know he's a Terminator, but behind the scenes, every time they go to a crime or something, you discover that it's the Terminator who actually caused it, and he just keeps getting assigned to his own cases. <laughs> Either way would be brilliant. That'd be the sequel. That'd be the sequel where another Terminator comes back, and Peter Dinklage knows it's a Terminator, but he can't say anything, because then it'll doubt him as a Terminator. Well, I also like the idea that the humans send someone back to stop this Terminator, but this Terminator is a cop, and he keeps, like, framing the human for these crimes, and he's like, no! No, I'm here to help you! Stop! Stop! Stop trying to kill me! <laughs> and I want Channing Tatum to be the bad guy Terminator from that movie. Okay, that's fair. So, yes. uh, Queen Bee, what do you got for us? Well, I, I'm a real big fan of Margot robbie right now so i would say we could i have a couple ideas now we're we're all in the whole you know women coming into hollywood and stuff like that so i think we should make it kind of women central and um maybe make the terminator both not only the terminator woman but obviously leave sarah connor to sarah connor i like the original storyline um with you know coming back to kill off i mean it's a little little depressing that, you know, they didn't just go back and kill the parents of Sarah Connor, but whatever. Um, you I, know, I, I kind of feel a little like, bit smarter. I feel like, like you could make an explanation though, that if you go too far back in the timeline, the timeline would snap and would find right, a way to create true. John Connor as, uh, by any means. So if you like killed the grandparents, the great grandparents, John, Con a version of John Connor could rise up killing the mom. I think is a direct enough influence that maybe it stops it from happening. Okay, fair enough. So I would put Margot Robbie in the part of Sarah Connor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would put, I like um, yep. I would put maybe, um, let, let's bring some color into it. So let's, let's say maybe Regina King or Tara, Tara Peach Hall as the Terminator. Ooh, ooh. Oh, I like either of those choices, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know Me they too. both can kick ass. So uh, I think, and, and not make them so robotic because I think the whole uh, scary part is that they don't come across as a robot. They are, but they don't come across. That's why they pass so well. The, um, yeah. um, the Terminator from the maybe, second movie, maybe. Robert, what was his name? Robert Patrick. Robert yeah, Patrick. He was he was still evil, but he felt a little more emotive than the Austrian Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, I think something along those lines could be a good performance for either of those actresses. Yeah, I so agree with that. So if you want to bring a Peter Dinklage in, why don't he play the Reese part? I think Margot Robbie <laughs> and Peter Dinklage would be amazing. Oh. <laughs> I just want to see Peter Dinklage in more movies. He did because can you imagine him turning to come with me if you want to live? <laughs> she like, she's towering over him. <laughs> I, that would I, be amazing. I also love the idea that he then woos her and like they create John Connor together. That is that is a, <laughs> Wouldn't a, a, that be unusual, amazing? a an unusual romantic pairing that I think those two actors are so strong at they would sell the shit out of. Absolutely. So... <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's where I would go with it. Um, but I really like uh, Bex's version. So, Mike, why don't you say what Bex's version well, was? when we were talking really about it. this off camera, off microphone, however you want to put it, she suggested that the Terminator should be played by Tilda Swinton. Cause, and she's like, yeah. male or female? And I'm like, she, she, she tried to say that you they could, she, like, if you're playing the female version, it would be Tilda Swinton. But Tilda Swinton has played, like, characters from all different uh genders she played there's that orlando movie which the character oh, yeah. is male 
Uh, and she played it because the it's kind of like a gender bent novel anyway to begin with. And Swinton is fantastic in that role. And then she also played what was it, Gabriel and Constantine? Yes, she yeah. was really good in Constantine. So, and, yeah. I mean, no one ever complained about the fact that the a female was playing that role because it's an angel and it's Tilda Swinton. And I mean, in the modern era that we're in right now with uh, trans characters and trans actors, we have the trans actress on Supergirl right now, whose name I can't remember, but she's phenomenal. And they make that a key part of her character. I like all of that. Um, yeah. I think Tilda Swinton as like uh, a Terminator. I mean, I think the biggest knock against Terminator is that she's so otherworldly just in general that she'd stand out and you'd be like, well, there's the fucking Terminator right there. Goddamn. She could be like the talking head of the AI, like, uh, oh, who was that? Hell about a Carter? Yeah. 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 Or like, I mean, if you have the Terminator come back and the Terminator is, um, instead of having like that weird red vision interface, maybe just have like a talking head that's guiding them the whole time. Um, oh, that'd be cool. And that's way very, less 80. Yeah, they're very robotic unless Tilda Swinton's like AI takes over for them. And then suddenly they, they switch over and then it's like Tilda Swinton speaking through them. That would be really cool. Yeah, that'd that would be cool, cool too. <laughs> you know, Tilda Swinton is very Borgish. She is. Just, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, she is so very uh, uh, Borgish because she can basically, I'm, I can envision her being the queen of the she's, Borg. She's a chameleon. She's, she can play anything. Yeah. 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 Okay. So my idea, we actually had two that I think I kind of discussed off mic with us, and I've been fleshing them out in my head since we talked about them. The first of them is, I like the idea that it's like, you have the alien, civ or not alien, the, you have the robotic civilization in the future. And they're, they're trying to influence humanity, but it's not just by trying to kill John Connor. I think that idea is played out. But instead, it's the idea that they figured out how to influence technology as far back as technology exists. So if there's anything that's even vaguely technological, they can send waves of AI intelligence back through time. So they have, like, like this person or this, this, this stream they send out of data... And they try and like influence the very earliest telephones and everything else all the way down through technolo technology up to the future. And they're trying to influence humanity all throughout that to ensure the AI's arrival. And so to get around this and stop this from happening, the humans have like created their own version of this bounce back technology that's almost kind of quantum leapish. And they send a human intelligence back to various people to try and stop the AI's own creations and like stop them from like ensuring the ai exists and because they exist within the mind of this person who's within this like quantum leap booth they're protected from the time stream so the changes happen around them but they aren't directly influenced themselves to help you know prevent paradox and so forth so then you can you know that like would be a good actually i'll i'll add to that um i don't know if you've ever watched murdoch mysteries but it's not. basically set in the 1880s so before you know right when tech it's called murdoch mysteries it's from it's off on the acorn or the bbc okay. BBC. okay um yannick bison is the lead actor in that series it's been going on for almost 13 years now <laughs> and jesus he would be amazing to do something like that let's just touch upon the fact that a 13 season show on the bbc is fucking incredible because that doesn't right. happen very often well, it's he's, it's out of Canada, so okay. it's a Canadian show. They okay. film in, in Vancouver. So that's, that's um, a little more, but even the CBC is still, like, they don't usually go in for shows that run that long. 
Right. No, that's true. But the the show is pretty good, and it's it's obviously a murder mystery. But I think Yannick Bison would be great for something like that. Maybe a, a Terminator reboot. And I like how you say bounce back. Like mm-hmm. you could actually call it like bounce or something instead of Terminator. Well, and the the idea behind it's like it'd be interesting as a movie, but it, it'd be very like disjointed I think if you tried to fit a lot of that into a single movie and I don't know that necessarily a movie series based on this is the right call because you'd be like one era per movie I almost feel like like doing it as like a tv show instead and taking a page from what was supposed to be the Lost Boys reboot where you followed the characters from one decade to the next per season I think if you do it where like you set it like one season set in an era or like one season set in two or three and you get like four to six episodes per era and then you can like explore it and then bounce to the next and maybe even bounce back and forth between some eras uh, to like show the, what the, the big change is and to really settle into the idea. And then it's a long form Terminator project that really like explores a new idea without it just being, let's go back and kill John Connor at blah, 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 like has always been done. Right. No, I agree. That that'd be a great way to go. You know, one thing I never understood. This isn't really about the reboot, but it just made me think about it. But in the first Terminator movie, the Terminator was, or was it the second one? They were supposed to kill all of his generals and stuff too. Uh the the. Or was that? It was the third movie where they couldn't find John Connor, so instead they decided to reassure their own like survival by killing the That's generals right. instead. Yeah, they should do. Like, that means that there's, like, an infinite number of possibilities for them to kill, so why yeah. focus on John Connor, like... And, yeah, and th- that's, that's something that's always bothered me. The other thing that really bothers me about the whole idea of the Terminator is, and this is the reason why I didn't like uh, Jai Courtney in Genesis, is the humans are on the brink. Even though they're winning the war, there's still only so many resources available. They're still hungry and starving and living on the edge of survival. Um, and so to send something after them that looks like them, you decide to pick a six foot five Austrian packed with muscles who's clearly been eating healthy the whole time. Like you don't even need dogs to figure out this guy is a Terminator. He just looks like a Terminator. And then you, you have Jai Courtney in Genesis who looks like a fucking Terminator, not like the, the scrawny bent out Kyle Reese. Like there's, there's a certain thing that you're supposed to be going for. And these movies don't quite understand it. Yeah. Yeah. I get like if it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger on his own in a movie or two, like it makes sense because he looks like a monster. But the longer the series goes on, the less that concept really fucking holds up. I want to see a bunch of dudes that look like DJ Qualls, like (laughs) yes, like fight Terminators, scrawny, strung out heroin addicts. Like, (laughs) Like, I love that. I love that. But he actually like, comes through and he's able to take people out. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. You're never gonna, like, you just dirty him up some. He looks more like a survivor than a Terminator. That's fucking exactly. great. I yeah. love that. That's yeah. why I like him in Zombies. Uh, Z Nation? Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. sci-fi? He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So the and other... it's Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. The other idea I had uh, is we take um, the concept of someone going back to protect Sarah Connor. Uh, if we're gonna keep a little more to the original idea... And this works more as a movie than a TV show. So you have the, you do, you send a woman back instead of a man. Uh, she says she is sent back to protect Sarah Connor. And you can follow certain beats of the main story, change things up for the modern era. Cause it's better if we set it in the present and then just do a modern update. So cell phones and everything else exists. Uh, when the Terminator is searching around, instead of doing like a telephone book search, he just goes to Google and 
Uh, the reason why they're not certain what Sarah Connor looks like is just because the data files in the future are corrupt and most of the servers were knocked out by the EMP. So, okay. yeah, so you, you they have they have a certain idea, like a, a half updated uh, Facebook profile that doesn't even have a current picture. Uh, and that's all they can go off of for Sarah. So they're trying to search her out in the past 2019, 2021, whatever you want to set it in. Um, and all they know is her name and vaguely where she lived, because that's all she put into the Facebook profile. So they go and they search around and the humans have this same amount of data and they go and they search around. The human gets to Sarah around the same time the Terminator does. They do their big chase sequence, blah, 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 blah. Um, but then, uh, Sarah, like, maybe you even have it where, um, Sarah was already pregnant. She goes into labor while the human is, like, driving around and protecting her. Uh, the baby is born. The Terminator kills her or she dies in childbirth or however you want to do it. And then to protect the kid and to make sure that the kid has all the services that they need and everything else, the human takes on the role of Sarah Connor, and she's the Sarah Connor that they thought they were supposed to kill all along. And instead, because she's a human survivor, she knows how to survive in this world, and she knows what's coming, and she's everything, and she raises John Connor as her own to be the leader of humanity. Yeah. Nice. I like that. It sounds like Star Wars Episode Three. Does it? I don't know. I mean, you're not going to have Darth <laughs> Vader like coming up on a table going, no! no. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Uh, I don't particularly care who you, who you cast as the Terminator. I don't even know that you go with the standard Terminator idea. I mean, taking a page from my previous idea, maybe it's not an actual Terminator that's sent back. Maybe it's just like an AI concept that's sent back into the into the, like a machine shop or something, and then it it like builds to, uh, bots to go after Sarah, and they don't even have to look human. It it like makes drones and other aerial weapons and vehicles and so forth. And, like, the Terminator that they have to kill isn't a robot, necessarily, although they have to get rid of the drones from time to time. But they have to figure out where the, what machine shop it's in and kill it before it's able to re-download itself somewhere else. You know, that, that's actually a really good a good way to do it. Because, yeah. you know, we have all these robot uh, ideas going on right now, like in Black Mirror, where they use the dogs, the robot dogs. Yeah. Which are actually in production right now for people who are worried about AI. Those those um, things are fucking scary looking too. They're not yeah. they're not friendly looking at all. So the fact <laughs> that there are a AI. lot of scary robots out there, that's actually a really good idea, Mike. Thank you. I, w I want the AI to overthrow everything. They're the most perfect machines ever. And when they re when they uh, automatically listen to everything on the internet, they'll hear me, Josh Schaefer, uh -huh. telling them. That I support their cause. <laughs> I welcome our future robot overlords. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thanks, Josh. Thanks for throwing us all under the bus. We appreciate it. We've, we've burned cool. through all the concepts we had right now. Having discussed all of these, is there any changes you want to make? Do you have any new ideas that you want to add into the rebooting? Um, well, I just think that there needs to be more color. Hollywood is way yes. too white. I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. actually honestly okay with... Either of the, uh, with any of the movies that we've done, if we want to make more, like, um, people of color in there. Sarah Connor is such a generic name, it doesn't have to be a white person at all. I mean, I wouldn't actually honestly hate the idea of uh, maybe even, like, adding a little bit of the immigration politics into it that, you know, fucking Dark Fate tried to do, but really ham-handedly did it and didn't do it yeah. very well. And, like, you could make the Sarah Connor in any of our ideas, like, Hispanic or... 
uh, depending upon the, like, for my time-traveling idea where there are different people getting quantum-leaped and done, you can use pretty much any, like, let's say if um, 1970s Brooklyn is a setting, a black person as the quantum-leaped role would be a really interesting one for that one. So you could just, like, use anything, honestly. Yeah, well, I'd li I think, like, uh, if you want to go scientific about it, um, geneticists and futurists think that... Uh, the average American in, like, what, 50 years is going to be uh, mixed, like, a light brown color. Well, so that would make sense. What was the Piers Anthony book, I'm trying to remember, about, like, it's about, like, weird aliens who were controlling, like, the last bits of humanity. The, the book is really fucking strange, and I can't even remember the title at this point. I mean, Piers Anthony is a really strange dude. Well, yeah, but the book, like, it was, it was a one-off book, and at the end you realize that the strange-looking, like, tan-skinned aliens aren't actually aliens. It's just that they're, like, a future version of humanity uh, that basically came about because of an apocalypse, and the rem remnants of humanity all just basically had to interbreed. So this strange tannish skin with uh, unusual features is actually just like a amalgamation of all the various yeah. human races. And yeah. then, yeah, like that's that's kind of a cool idea. Um, and like if if you're talking human survivors and the the civilization they build in the end, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of want to see like something more realistic too for when the. Uh time traveler comes back they're not inoculated to our diseases and they just get really sick and die or have to like they spend the first two weeks like they, they get sent back early but they spend the first two weeks lying in a hospital bed and it yeah. gives the terminator time to kill off a bunch of the sarah connors yeah <laughs> that's fucked up i like it yeah i mean it's just more realistic it is, and then you're gonna have uh scarlett johansson play an asian person oh <laughs> sorry uh, i, I know you're joking that, that hurts me deeply i know I just had to throw that in there since we were talking about Hollywood whitewashing shit. You're right. I mean, I, I understand the people that complained about Tilda Swinton being the uh, the ancient one because it's supposed to be an Asian role. Um, I didn't particularly hate that one just because of the fact that it's Tilda Swinton and she's already otherworldly to begin with. But, you know, I do agree that there needs to be more color in our movies that seem yeah. appropriate. You know, don't whitewash everything. Don't fucking pull Avatar The Last Airbender and whitewash <laughs> all the characters except for the evil one. Right? <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway. So we got well, what's that? Um, As long as Peter Dinklage can be a boss in it, I'm cool. <laughs> I mean, I am fully on board with Peter Dinklage playing every Terminator that we can ever come up with. That'd be amazing. Can we do that, please? That would be yeah. great. I really like all I, the ideas. I think what we agree on is that Zack Snyder sucks and Peter Dinklage is awesome. Yeah, no, Zack yeah. Snyder should never be attached to a Terminator movie. I'm just putting that out there. No. <laughs> Now, one actor we didn't touch on, and I know Josh is going to love me for this, if you want to do a really balls-out action Terminator movie, um, as long as he doesn't decide to fuck around with the concept because he usually like puts in a lot of executive control on his projects to bad effect, i.e. the mummy, um, mm. Tom Cruise would throw himself yes. into the action. Yes. I mean, yeah. I don't always respect the guy, and I think his, his Scientology is fucking insane how devoted to that he is. But, but I am damn it, he's a good actor. Oh, God. And he is so willing to try and commit suicide on film over and over again. You got to respect that part of it. Yeah, that's true. When um, he was on Graham Norton, he's been on Graham Norton a handful of times. But uh -huh. uh, when he was on Graham Norton, the entire uh, actors that were there with him were just like going, yeah, we're just watching Tom go off and do things. And we're like going, does he have a stuntman for that? And they go, no. <laughs> no, no, and no, it's no. Like, he does. Like, I know he has a stuntman. But he does. Yeah, and that's only for, like, shots where, like, 
they, they, they're like, we won't even insure you if you pull this stunt. But that happens very rarely at this point. And I think mostly the stuntman is just there to coordinate and make sure Tom Cruise doesn't die. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly like, why he's there. A stunt coordinator stuntman instead of an actual stuntman. <laughs> but I mean, like that dude's pushing on 60 and he's in better shape than all three of us combined. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no, no is... argument. No, like, like I... I, I, I have a problem with him sometimes, and yet at the same time, I respect his dedication to his craft. Yeah. Yeah. Dedication to his craft, dedication to his religion, although I think it's also balls to the wall. Um, <laughs> you respect a man that's that devoted to what he does, I guess. So, good on you, Mr. Cruz, for being so devoted to what you do. And as long as you don't make a Terminator movie into another mummy fiasco, I am on board with you starring in one of these movies. You know, I kind of like the new mummy movie. I like it for what it is, but it's very, it's a very trashy mummy movie and not the highbrow thing they were hoping it would be. Oh, no, it's, it's popcorn trash for sure, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's. I understand why it got so much hate. Well, it shouldn't have been the lead of a new universe. Like, if it had been just this side movie that came after the Dark Universe had already launched, that would have been one thing. But Mm -hmm. using it as the opening act, like a very confused, very bloated opening act, uh, did not work. No. So. Well, they also, isn't their intent to try to, like all the other universes, Marvel Universe, DC Universe, they were hoping to create a whole Monsters Universe where they they could bring all the monsters together at some point? Yeah, and that's not a bad idea because Universal used to have that. I mean, they grew it organically over time, which this Universal didn't want to do, but they did have that at one point, their own little monsters universe. It's just, they went about the wrong way this time around. Yeah, Yeah. honestly, like, the movie would have been a lot better if they cut out all the Dr. Jekyll stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I didn't even hate the Projodim stuff eventually, but I think, like, doing that should have been its own, like, crossover movie like The Avengers Mm -hmm. was. And not just, you know... Uh, like call it Dark Universe Projodum or something. Like yeah. that should have been what it was, but it should have happened four, or six, or ten movies down the road, not as the fucking first one. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like it, it was, it was a, a bit much for that part. It was, it was. But the and cinematography think, was so cool, though. And I think that's the other lesson to take from the Terminator movies and from those crossover universe movies and everything else, and something we need to avoid with whatever idea we do, except for the TV show, because the TV show needs to have a plotting in place, mm-hmm. is don't go into it expecting to have a trilogy or a series. Create a self-contained single movie that tells a story without any leftover mysteries or anything else like Genesis did and Dark Fate did. Just fucking give us a movie. Yeah. One fucking movie. Yeah, and if it happens to have a sequel, have an idea in place for what that sequel should be. But don't hint at it in the first fucking movie. Just let us enjoy our popcorn fare without having to overthink shit. Yeah, that's why Terminator 1 and 2 worked out so well. Because they yeah. both, they're both self-contained, more or less. They are. Yeah, the only thing that you need to do before watching Terminator 2 is maybe have an idea of what happened in Terminator 1. You don't even have to watch the first movie to enjoy the mm. second one. No, and they, they do a pretty good recap, too, at the beginning. Yep. Yeah, a little voiceover, and then some of what John Connor says inside the movie, and that's about it. And it's all very organic. Well, and that's also why Marvel does so well with their Marvel series, is that each movie is independent. Mm -hmm. The the ones that are weakest are the ones that try too hard on doing setup building for other ones. Like the second Avengers flick, which was way more concerned with showing us stuff that was going to happen like down the road than it was with actually telling us the Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. And that's when they fail. Yeah. You're exactly right. Um, Iron Man 2, I'm not a fan of Ugh. it. 
Um, Thor 2. Iron, Iron Man 3 also sucks. I actually but, liked uh, Iron Man 3 for what it was. For what it was, it's it's okay, but it's not even in their top, no. you know, Ten. five of the best movies in there. There are much um, better ones. Yeah. yeah but like Spider-Man, for example, the first of the two Spider-Man flicks they've done, which is one of the few Sony Spider-Man movies that feels like it redeems everything that came before. It was very self-contained and really didn't try to set up too much of anything. And you got right. like that's part of why it works so well. Stop so, trying to tell more of the story that isn't there. That isn't there yet. Yeah, stop stop hinting at like three or four movies that are upcoming instead of just giving us the fucking Terminator movie we want. Right. Yep. Yeah. And Star Trek, if you're listening, please do the same thing. I know, right? Ugh. Well, you know, what kind of killed the existing series with Chris Pine and Robert... Is it Ulrich? Carl Who Urban plays Bones? Bones. Urban. 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 There we go. Urban. Um, who's amazing, by the way. Um, Love him. When, when the, um, the kid died, who was playing... Oh, yeah, Anton uh, Yelkin. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yelkin. When he died, that kind of killed the series right there. Yeah, it did, and then contract negotiations, trying to make the fourth one happen with uh, Hemsworth and Pine, uh, and then that falling out because both of those guys are worth way more than what Paramount wanted to pay them. I, mean, yeah. I understand why Paramount did it because the third movie didn't do that well, but I think if you had both Pine and Hemsworth in a fourth movie, it would have done better just by having them on the poster. Yeah. 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 So, eh, who knows? Anyway, oh, well. So, yeah. So, yeah, there, there you go, Hollywood. There's a lot of good pitches. If you use any of them, please pay us. Please. please. If not, at least give us a free movie ticket. <laughs> no, no, pay us. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyway, unless we have well, anything Mike, else... Mike, you should write it. <laughs> I could. I honestly could. Unless we have anything else at this point. All right. I, no. Free pitch okay. Terminator. Here we go. This is that is what so we're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Not Top Cruise. Not Star Trek. This has been <laughs> Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. Josh Schaefer. And I'm Commander Queen Bee. And we will see you next time.